-hmm. This year, you're passing out weenie whistles at the Grove. You got Tim. And hydrogel sheet masks. Yeah. <laughs> you guys need to restock. Like, obviously, people want more. You're handing out stockings with weenie whistles and your hydrogel sheet mask. You have Tim Allen at the Grove for the tree lighting. I want a shirt or like a sandwich bag, tote bag that says you can't spell delightful without deli. Yes, doing that. We're joining the Oscar Mayer marketing team. I'm Kirby. And I'm Sarah. Welcome, Welcome to, to Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. Welcome Glamgelinos. We hope you stay a while. Cute. That's cute. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, hello. I feel like there's so much to talk about today. I was like, we just need to record because we have so much to talk about. So much. I was like, we need to record this before I get COVID. <laughs> correct. Correct. So the big news here is... Is that Matt tested positive and Zoe and I have tested negative so far. So we're trying to navigate this world of how do we isolate him while like him trying to also help me take care of Zoe, which we've sort of just been like, okay, you can't. And I'm just going to try to survive. Yeah. What a time. What a time. Really, really what a time. Have you been watching – do you follow Eva Chen on Instagram? You probably do. Yes. So she has been posting all about their COVID journey. Like she has three kids. Two of them tested positive. Her husband tested positive. She and her daughter didn't test positive. And then it was like just the journey over to the course of a week. It just seemed so awful. And then, of course, I met tested positive yesterday. I was like, fuck. I'm honestly shocked when people in the same household – manage not to get it. I don't understand it. I really don't. I know. And this has happened. I think I may have mentioned this to you. Like both my sisters had someone in their family, like my niece got it and then no one else got it. And then my sister got it and my other sister got it and then no one else in her family got it. So I'm just like praying that that happens for us. But they were able to like quarantine away from everyone. Whereas like Matt and I, it's just so hard with Zoe because she's literally like everywhere. Yep. She doesn't know. She doesn't know what COVID is. She doesn't know. So that's why I'm recording in the bedroom because Matt is isolating in the office at the moment. <laughs> and the sad part is Matt's birthday is coming up. Yep. So he'll be quarantined for his birthday. Well, so he started feeling symptoms on Tuesday and took a Binax test. Okay. Tested negative. So we were like, okay, you're fine. And then we were supposed to go on a trip with our friends next weekend and we wanted to be really careful. And the last day that we could cancel the Airbnb was today. And so he was like, I'm going to take a test just to be sure. And then it tested positive. Wow. Which leads me to my wife. <laughs> yeah. So Sarah's wife is literally like, what's up your nose, essentially. Is <laughs> what's up your nose. Is what's up your nose. 
Tell us more. Yes. Okay. So I'm sure you've seen Kirby and I talk about it on our Instagram and probably a lot of people you follow. So there is a little device called Q, Q Health, and it is an at-home COVID test. It's not a PCR test, but it's almost as accurate as a PCR. It is a molecular test. Correct, Kirby? Yes. So it's not like a Binax test where it is... Like the antigen? Correct. It's not an antigen test. It is a molecular test. It's not exactly a PCR, but like this particular device is getting fast-tracked because of how accurate it is. Yeah. And so I know that Google uses it for their employees. Like every Google employee gets one. And then the NBA uses it. So it's like a very legitimate testing device. Mm -hmm. And so I received a press sample, which I was like thrilled about. And I was like, oh, this will be nice to have in case whenever. And then of course, like we needed to use it right away. It's amazing though. Like it's so weird for me to be like talking about this as a wife or like, I just like, what world are we living in where I have to talk about this like testing device? So it reminds me very much of like an Apple device or gadget. It's very compact, streamlined, really like simple. Basically, you plug in this like little reader into the wall. It's no bigger than the size of like a post-it note. Like it's like a square shaped pad, a post-it note pad. And then every test kit comes with a cartridge. You stick the cartridge into the little reader and then it heats up. So that's like, I think where the sort of like magic is happening for the molecular test. And then it comes with a little swab, similar to like all the Binax at-home tests. You swab five times in each nostril and then you stick it into the little cartridge. But what I really like and appreciate about it is that it's super easy to use. And I feel like every time I'm using like a Binax test or I buy another test, it's like the instructions. You're like, I don't really know if I'm doing this right. But as you're doing it on the app, it shows you like a video like exactly how to do it. And it tells you when to do it. Like, it's like, okay, do this and do not proceed until you finish this step. And then obviously like the first time it takes a couple minutes to figure it out. The second time when we did it on me and then Zoe, it was like super quick, but it takes about probably 15 to 20 minutes and it'll show you like the percentage of the test, like where it's at in the process. So Matt was the first one to take it and then it turned out positive. And I was like, oh, okay. It was like crazy. He was just like, I think like I should take it. And then it tested positive. And then I took it. And then you you create a profile for like every member in your family. Then I created one, I took it and then said negative. And then Zoe took one and I mean, I hopefully we like got enough gunk out of her nose that it worked. Yeah, I was going to say, how did she handle having it in her nose? She didn't mind it the first nostril and the second nostril. She was like, get this out of my freaking nose. <laughs> but it just like gave us peace of mind, you know, where it was like, okay, so there's always a chance that it's going to be a false negative. But I think like the fact that like when we took the Binax test and it could have been this, like the timing of this virus is so hard. But I'm curious, like if Matt took a Binax test today, I'm sure it would be positive. But it just gave me peace of mind to know that this is a really accurate test. It's so easy to use at home. 
it's like an official report. It gives you like right after it, your name, the date, the time, everything. So that's why it's really great if you are someone who needs to provide like, you know, your results for work or school. I know that I have a few like mom, parent, friends who you have the Q Health and they love it because they have the privilege, obviously, of not having to like take their kids to a testing site. Sometimes, you know, it's like really hard. You have to wait for the results. Mm-hmm. So this gives you the results in 20 minutes. It's expensive though. It's expensive. And although health insurance covers some of it, so like I would say the reader itself is probably like 150 and then every test you can buy memberships but like every test like comes out to be about like $60 a test but then insurance if you have good insurance they'll cover up to like 10 15 per test so it's not cheap it's expensive I was going to say, I think that the membership makes it so that the reader is cheaper. Like Patrick and I were considering buying it. The actual reader is like $250. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you have to buy the tests that accompany it. And if you totally. don't do the membership, you can buy like 10 tests, but it's like $750. Yeah. And at first I was like, whoa, this is astronomical. There's like no way that this makes any sense. However, and I know this is different for different parts of the country, but we go to same day health when we need to get a rapid test and they're very prevalent in the LA area. There's always an appointment available. You might have to wait in line for a little bit. It's usually where if like you're going to an event in like entertainment or in the industry, like they will send you to same day health. Yes. However, you know, if you have insurance, getting a PCR test is $75. If you don't have insurance out of pocket, it's like 210. And people are like, you know, I was talking about this on Instagram and people from around the country are like, how are y'all getting charged for COVID tests? Like we just go. And I'm like, well, you don't understand. Like the demand here is out of control. Like we don't, like if you want an appointment, you, it's not that easy to just walk in somewhere and get one for free. Totally. That's why same day charges. I'm like, oh, we're just getting free tests. Oh, totally. I signed up as fast as possible when we could do that, but I worked it out. So if you paid, you know, up front for the the reader. I mean, if I'm getting a PCR test, it works out to around $70 a test. You get it in 20 minutes versus even the rapid test that same day will take you several hours. Right, right, exactly. And then you have to like drive there, obviously. Like the convenience is amazing. The fact that you get the results right on your phone. And what I'm hoping too is that companies like Google, I know they provide these tests for free for their employees. They get like Mm -hmm. 10 tests a year or more if you need it, obviously the MBA. And so I'm hoping that Q can figure out a way to work with healthcare companies and, and making it more accessible because I just feel like this is the type of testing we're all going to be needing, especially if this is going to be a virus that we're all going to be living it with for the next God knows how long. So yeah, I think if you can manage it, it's not cheap, but I think it's a good investment. It's like an upfront, like a thousand dollar investment. If we're just trying to lay down like how much it would probably cost you to get everything without the membership. Yeah. I mean, if we looked in our crystal ball in 2020 and thought, you know, in 2022, we would still be in this situation and still be wearing masks. We thought the pandemic was going to be over by now. A lot of people did. And it's definitely not. And I guarantee you it's going to trickle into 2023 and 2024. I mean, people have predicted this is like a five-year ordeal that we're going to be living through. So it's why I've stocked up on my, you know, 
K and nine five masks. Mm-hmm. It's why I told Patrick that I think we should look into this at the very least, especially for what we do for a living. Yeah, I know Netflix uses something similar. It's not Q, but I'm sure like large companies, like if they want their employees to come back into the office at all, like they're going to need to provide these tests. I was telling someone that if if there's any beauty brands out there looking to gift anything in the near future, you should be sending people Q Health readers with tests. Just saying. Literally, you could be a squalane filled face mask and be like, Kirby, here is a Q. And I'm like, great. New favorite brand. Sign me up. That is so genius because it's like, I'm sorry, I don't need any more robes or sleep masks or like facial gadgets like just send me a cute health test truly right now like when I get packages I'm always so thankful when it's just literally just the product and that's it but if you're sending me like k and nine five masks or like hand sanitizers yes literally anything that can be useful for long periods of time that like apply to my everyday life please by all means okay so it's called q health it's c-u-e C-U-E. And do you know the website? Yes, it's shop.qhealth.com. We'll link it for all the information. But yeah, they also provide like 24-7 virtual care with doctors. I think that's also like part of the membership, why it's expensive. And then it is FDA authorized to use kids, technically not like Zoe's age, but on children like two basically and up. Beauty news time. We have our follow-up. We said we would follow up and we will. So we talked last week about that slate story, how your skin doesn't need skincare. The head scratcher of the entire story was, did these particular sources that the writer reached out to know that this was going to be the story? Because I'm familiar with all but one of these sources and they are all dermatologists We reached out to all four of them, and we heard back from three of them. The particular dermatologist that I'm not super familiar with and who I reached out to, but I didn't hear back from her name, is Dr. Ice Cream Walla. 100% sure I'm pronouncing that incorrectly, but her name looks literally like Ice Cream and then Walla. So unfortunately, we didn't get any response from her. So I just wanted to put that out there. But we reached out to Dr. Renella Hirsch, Dr. Elsa Youngman, and Dr. Josh Zeichner, and we're going to share what they relate to us. Okay, so Renella says, this is her direct quote, y'all. Since you've asked about my inclusion in this recent Slate piece, I'd like to provide some context. While my quotes in this well-written article are accurate, they came from an interview conducted a year ago on a different topic for a leading publication that ultimately didn't publish the story and were therefore out of context when applied to this Slate article. I'm the first to say that the skin is a remarkably fine-tuned organ system, but I'm also a firm believer that skincare is an excellent complement to many of those natural mechanisms, or put as a Ranella-ism, even though the skin tans and produces melanin as a method to try to self-preserve, I'd never encourage anyone to rely on that. We should always complement with SPF. Great. Kind of assumed that much. Yeah. That's why we asked, probably. Like, that's what led us to ask in the first place. It didn't feel like maybe the sources knew going into it that this was going to be the story. Totally. Okay, what did Dr. Z say? Okay, so Dr. Zeichner said, 
The skin naturally has evolved to protect and repair itself from the environment. However, that doesn't mean it can't also use a little help. So very much along the same lines as Renella. He continues, for example, while the skin has mechanisms to keep itself hydrated, some people naturally do a better job than others. Changes in temperature and humidity may take a toll on the skin. Skincare products have also been developed to cosmetically improve the appearance of the skin, addressing issues like pigmentation and wrinkles. Then the last part, and this is again like agreeing with Renelle sort of, I will say that many consumers are overzealous in their skincare and doing more than they need to. I prefer to keep skincare routines simple with no more than two steps in the morning and two steps in the evening. More is not better and can lead to potential irritation. Plus, we don't even know if multiple products are even compatible with each other, which is something that Kirby and I talk about all the time on the pod. Yeah, that's actually one thing we agreed with with the story was that we'd think people are going nuts with too many products. And then Elsa Youngman was another doctor that was quoted in this story. I reached out to her publicist and this is what Elsa came back with. She said, I support the less is more approach to skin health. The less we do to our skin, the better our skin is. Skincare is only one touch point when trying to care for your skin. Stress, diet, hormones, environment, etc. have a, such a huge role too. It's important to have this holistic approach to your overall skincare routine. And I will note that her publicist mentioned that Elsa did not contribute to this particular story, that the writer used an old quote from a previous piece that was not published, and that although they were surprised to see her quotes in this story, they were happy to see it run. I feel like that meme of the girl who's in the people's court or whatever, where she's just like her head's like sticking out. She's like, ah, <laughs> ah, like mouth gaping open. For me personally, I would never feel comfortable running a story like this for a different publication without at least notifying and following up with the sources to say, hey, has anything changed in the uh, past, however many months, weeks, whatever? Absolutely. Because... One of our sources did say that, you know, they were actually surprised because they had no idea they were even featured in this story and they couldn't even recall contributing to this particular story. And then they realized when they asked the writer and the writer confirmed, oh, this was from a previous interview. I personally do think it's a little misleading, but at the end of the day, I think that everyone is in agreement. Don't overdo it with your skincare products. And wear sunscreen. And freaking wear the sunscreen. And then make sure that you remove it properly. Mm -hmm. In some fun and ridiculous what in tarnation beauty news. Is this 2016? This feels like very 2016 to me. It's so ridiculous, but it's like also welcome because we need it. Agreed. So Oscar Mayer, the brand behind wieners and bologna, decided <laughs> to launch a baloney inspired face mask okay i love that you're like oscar meyer <laughs> let me clarify who oscar meyer is for those of you who are not familiar have never had a baloney sandwich okay so they like posted on their instagram this woman wearing what looked to be like baloney slices on her face but it was actually a baloney inspired hydrogel sheet mask Announcing that they are launching a sheet mask and it's sold out. It's totally sold out. It's gone. It's totally sold out. You cannot get it. <laughs> I'm going to read the description because it's really funny. 
Our baloney has the nickname and it's B-E-A-U-T-Y. No, this <laughs> sheet mask is not real baloney. Put it on your face and not your sandwich. Treat yourself. Meet yourself. Meet yourself. <laughs> meet, oh my God. Or better yet, give the gift of baloney bliss to others. Nothing says, I love you, like a slice of self-care. Remember, you can't spell delightful without deli. Oh my God. How has nobody, is that like a common phrase? You can't spell delightful without deli? Like Jersey Mike's needs to like get on this tagline. Schlotsky's hello. Get yourself going. Subway, what are you doing? Wow. Wow. I'm obsessed. Coworker at Refinery, Lexi White, her friend works at Oscar Mayer. And she's like, Sarah, do you, my friend's going to send you a sheet mask. And then she, she actually testing out the sheet mask for Refinery and she filmed a really hilarious TikTok, which when it goes live, I'll share. I also recorded myself reviewing the sheet mask and we'll post it on our social later this week. It very much gives Dwight Schrute uh, impersonating Hannibal Lecter. Yes. Yes. It's very much that. It's a sheet mask. Okay. They like, they teamed up with this brand called Soul Mamas. I think it's like a K-beauty sheet mask brand that makes like private label sheet masks. Cause I was on the website. They make like a sheet mask for like the Ritz Carlton. Like they like make private label sheet masks. So Oscar Mayer went to them and was like, can you make the sheet mask? I didn't keep it on my face for very long. Like they didn't really even prominently feature the ingredients on the package. So I was like, ingredients is not like a priority of this, obviously. But I saw that it said like, quote unquote, collagens, collagens, plural were in it. And then witch hazel. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna keep this on for like a few minutes, no more than 10. I mean, you know, made my skin feel nice. I didn't break out. It was like hydrated, but it's very much for the uh, Instagram TikTok of it all and not meant to uh, really do anything to your skin. I just think it's hilarious that Oscar Mayer was going into their, you know, 2022 fiscal planning and they're like, okay, baloney sales are down. How do we get baloney in the good graces of mankind? And then someone's like, uh, you know, millennial, you know, beauty connoisseur. And she's like, well, I'm obsessed with like Michaela on TikTok and, you know, things on TikTok that go viral or like face masks and they're like, brilliant. Let's do it. Because they don't win anything by this. Yeah. Lexi confirmed that that was the conversation that happened. It was just like, what's the most ridiculous thing that we can do that we can like, you know, get our names in like in the news in the headlines and this was it and jenna and hoda were trying on the oscar meyer baloney mask on the today show so congratulations you sold out and you're on the today show you're really doing great honestly oscar meyer if you really want to just toot our horns you should bring out the oscar meyer weenie mobile uh, like at some point just have it drive around la people would freaking die so one of like my passions in life that I think is kind of a missed calling for me is like producing experiences for people because I'm constantly always thinking about that. One of the best experiences I ever had with like a movie opening when the second Jurassic World came out. Let's 
please not talk about my obsession with Christopher Pratt, who may or may not be like some kind of, okay, we don't know. We don't know. He's just hot. Okay. That's all I'm boiling it down to. Hot man. Yeah. And like the idea of him from before 2019. Like Andy Dwyer, but like got a hot bod. Yeah. yeah. Like before he got married. Yes. Because I kind of like, after he got married, I was like, I'm done. Okay. So... They did this thing with Amazon. It probably cost them like zero dollars. I mean, I mean, it obviously did not cost nothing, but <laughs> they took this giant semi truck that was huge and they drove it around LA and it looked like essentially a cage and it said like caution, like ferocious animal or something. And then they had speakers around the whole thing where a fucking dinosaur was roaring the whole time. So you'd be like at a stoplight just sitting there and all of a sudden here and, and everyone's like, what the fuck is going on here? And I was like, this is genius. This is genius. Because then people are like, oh, yeah, Jurassic World's coming. Totally. And it got like people and then people started like following this semi truck. So like it was like reported on the news that the thing would be going and then like there would just be cars following it like its entire route <laughs> because people were obsessed with Jurassic Park. That's so funny. So, yeah. It, Brilliant. Like, Oscar Mayer, bring out the weenie. Oh, my God. For Christmas? Hold on. Hold on. I see the vision now. So they're bringing back Tim Allen to do a Disney Plus series on the Santa Claus. Okay? Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, that movie, those movies make me cry. I can't explain it, but I literally cry over Santa Claus. And in the first movie, the new husband, I'm blanking on his name. The one thing he wanted was this Oscar Mayer weenie whistle, and he didn't get it from Santa, and that's why he stopped believing in Santa Claus. And then he gets it at the end, Mm -hmm. and he, like, believes in the Christmas spirit. It's all Mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. This year, you're passing out weenie whistles at the Grove. You got Tim. And hydrogel sheet masks. (laughs) You guys need to restock. Like, obviously, people want more. You're handing out stockings with weenie whistles and your hydrogel sheet mask. You have Tim Allen at the Grove for the tree lighting. I want a shirt or like a sandwich bag, tote bag that says you can't spell delightful without deli. Yes, doing that. We're joining the Oscar Mayer marketing team. Um, You're also going to have a commercial where Tim Allen as Scott Calvin is like going into some kid's house and he gives the kid that gives him the bologna sandwich, like, all of the toys because he was so thrilled not to have to eat milk and cookies. Instead, he got a bologna sandwich and maybe did a little hydrogel face mask while he was waiting. Did you eat bologna growing up? No, I didn't. I didn't eat bologna. I, I, I did not. I know. Oh, my God. I loved bologna, which is, like, a very, like, American thing in my, like, Filipino household growing up, but we definitely had bologna. But, like, Filipinos, like, like canned meat goods, so that's not... Weird not surprising yeah. yeah totally but see look i haven't had oscar meyer bologna in over two decades and i'm thinking about it i'm thinking about them yeah now it's implanted in your head and you're gonna go get bologna next time and zoe and i are having some bologna sandwiches if anything they did this for me my toxic trait is i read bologna is bologna i truly do it every time i do it every time i just read it the way it looks so every single time I say bologna and then I'm like, nope, it's bologna. It's bologna. That's bologna. Bologna. Okay. Love it. Oscar Meyer, call us. 
We got some celeb beauty news. Shocking. When do we not have celeb beauty news? One thing is very in very on the nose beauty. The other one is beauty adjacent, but I still feel like it's important to mention. It is. So our Capricorn brother, John Legend, a man who has no shortage of jobs. This this John Legend is gunning for Ryan Seacrest's like most jobs title. Like hardest hardest working man has a what do you call it? I know what you're talking about. I always forget it, too. Tony and the Grammy. What do you call that? Hold on. Hold on. Bath. Not BAFTA. <laughs> we have people yelling at us listening. Why am I blanking on this? The four things. Oh, EGOT. Oh, my God. I'm an idiot. EGOT. So that's Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. Yeah. So he has the EGOT. And now he's he has a residency in Vegas and he's about to launch a skincare line. Okay. I did not know this. I, I don't feel like this was like huge news, but I sent it to Sarah. Did you know? Did you know this was happening? No. And no one pitched me. Yeah. I didn't hear about this at all. This is from Friday. Okay. So it says, this is from Business of Fashion, John Legend to launch skincare brand for people of color. The singer-songwriter is the latest celebrity to join forces with Los Angeles-based celebrity business developer A-Frame Brands on a line aimed at targeting specific skincare challenges people of color face. A-Frame Brands uh, created Kinlo. That's Naomi Osaka's skincare line. Yep. And it's created by investor and former fashion executive Ari Bloom. So I went to A-Frame's website, and one thing that I really am like impressed by with A-Frame is that it appears that 99% of the people that work at A-Frame are people of color. They say that the core of their work is about people and creating opportunities of seeing ourselves in the brands that we build, which I think is really interesting. And they are launching a brand with Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade for a first of its kind skincare line for melanin rich babies. Anyways, I was reading about this and it says that we look for head scratchingly obvious problems typically experienced by people of color, disadvantaged people, and really anybody that has not received a particular product in the market. That is from A-Frame's chief brand officer, Martin Akechukwu. And we don't know much else about this particular brand. It says that they are looking for a retail partner. So this is probably going to go in like an Ulta target. And the other part is that they're not looking for high price points. It says, not all the high value ingredients should only be available for those with means. We want to try to make it as democratized as possible, ensuring that everybody has access to these products. I could totally see this at a Target, 100%. Totally. I feel like for years we've been like, Chrissy, when are you coming out with your own skincare or makeup line? I like it. Okay. Oh. Honestly, I think Chrissy's got a lot going on and I feel like it's good for her to focus on like cravings and cooking because that's very much her thing and it's doing well. And John Legend's got great skin. I know, but like genetics? I mean, for sure. For me personally, this doesn't land. I feel like if John, um, and again, we don't know, right? Like we know that John Legend is going to be, hold on, let me double check what they said. He is going to be, Legend is a partner and owner of the brand. But I don't know if that means he's also going to be like founder and there's going to be a whole founder story around him. I mean, maybe he is just truly behind the scenes. Which I feel like we're seeing more of that, right? Like with celebrities that are launching brands now, they're sort of taking a back seat and like funding it, investing it, or like having say in like formulation or creative, but they're not like the face of it anymore. 
I think he knows people don't really care about what his skincare routine is, right? But I do feel like, you know, obviously we're not the target demographic for this brand that is launching. And if you think about like, if this is also going to be geared towards men, like, like what are black men or men of color using skincare wise? Okay, that's actually a very good point. In my head, I just figured it was like gender neutral. If it is like geared more towards men, I could see it. But then again, even if he's just, here's the money, let me be a part of it so I can, you know, guide it and benefit from it. Great. I am eager to see where this ends up going because I do think that there are more brands that are starting to launch that are strictly focused on people who have melanin rich skin. So the more the merrier, in my humble opinion. TBD, come come on the pod. TBD Johnny, little John Stevens. I remember like someone like asked Chrissy, why is your last name not legend? She's like, because John's last name's not fucking legend. <laughs> his, his last name is not motherfucking legend. It's John Stevens. Uh, I love it. I love it. Friends, I don't know what else to say. Like, I love skims. She just needs a place to talk about it. It's not even it's not even beauty related, but like, no, but it is. Anything skims related is Los Angeles related. Thank you. Thank you. So sometimes going back to my big grandiose ideas about, you know, experiences, I have been talking nonstop. I was actually talking to the founder of Vacation Inc. about this that I really think Skims needs to take over the fashion runway hole now that Victoria's Secret's gone. I know that Savage Fenty has their thing, but in terms of like a big experience, I want Skims to do a fashion show and I want their first fashion show to kick off in March or April and it's going to be called Skims Break, like MTV Spring Break, but it's Skims Break. And it is fully like early millennium nostalgia with the winding runway where like NSYNC is wearing like plaid shirts with wife beaters underneath in different colors singing like I want you back like very 90s nostalgia like MTV spring break 100%. Like the ocean in the background. This is done on like Santa Monica Pier. Okay. You can see it now. You can see like the mm-hmm. Skims logo mm-hmm. with like mm-hmm. the tan background with mm-hmm. the models walking and all of the Skims stuff. It doesn't even matter that she doesn't have a swimwear line. They could just show off the lingerie and the, the body mm-hmm. wear and the loungewear. Well, of course, I'm in my head like thinking about this because I was driving and I was listening to the song Everybody Dance Now, one of the greatest songs of all time. And I'm like, this would be perfect for the Skims break thing that I'm envisioning. And instead, it's Lizzo and Doja Cat recreating the song. Love. Perfect. So I'm like, let's just see if they have like any type of job that would like I would be qualified for (laughs) to try to get this to happen. (laughs) This is where my mind goes, Sarah. This is where my mind goes. I know. And I like click on this link because I'm thinking it's going to take me to like a press release or something. (laughs) And it's literally a job listing. A job listing. So I'm going through the job listings. There's like director of accounting, VP of performance marketing. I'm like, maybe that's me. I don't know. And it says assistant designer and in parentheses, intimates and swim. So I posted this on Instagram. I'm like, friends, this is this may not be news, but like we're getting swimwear. We're getting skims wear. Okay. Of course we are. Because guess what? Like the past 10 photos that Kimberly has been posting is her in a bathing suit or in, and what I thought initially. Do you feel like those are skims? 
Yes. So the photo of her in the pool where mm-hmm. she has like a full glam on and her hair is in a ponytail that Mario did her makeup. That particular swimsuit, like that's a swimsuit. That's not like a bodysuit that she's just like in the pool with. No. That is 100% skims. And then all of the photos of her like wearing like the blue string bikini and stuff like that. The photos that Peter taking. Yes. Yep. The photos that Sir Peter Davidson is taking. I'm like, okay, so these are actually the skim swimsuits. Maybe I'm completely wrong. No. She tagged skims. Oh, did she? She tagged skims in this photo. Oh, there's a photo that she posted three hours ago that you liked of her in the blue <laughs> swimsuit. Yes. Wait, that was three hours ago? Wow. I need help. I actually need help. <laughs> yep. It is three hours ago. I mean, and this is such a hot pick. I can't even, you can't see it. Yeah. Okay, it is Skims. It's F and Skims. Guys, I knew it. I freaking knew it. Maybe I, I'm giving myself too much credit, but like this was me last week, okay, before she started gallivanting around posting all these photos. This was me just trying to get a job at Skims and figuring it out. Honestly, so, it's got to happen. Skims break. Make it happen, people. I am willing to get this going. I have the vision, and I feel like it would just be freaking chef's kiss. Let's do this, Kimberly. And happy birthday, Shy, the most beautiful baby ever. Oh, my. Shy being a Capricorn just makes me so happy. I'm like, yes, yes. She is so stunning. That baby is not. I'm like, did you genetically engineer this baby's face? Because it's truly perfect. Or did you just like choose Kanye because you knew that you guys would make really beautiful babies? Guess what you did? You did. You all your all your children are like perfect little i know dolls okay nars recently launched a new product the light reflecting advanced skincare foundation it's 49 dollars. it comes in 35 different shades it is a liquid medium coverage foundation made for people with sensitive skin in mind and has been formulated with 81% natural ingredients without silicone, mineral oil, talc, fragrance, or alcohol. So Kirby and I both tried this. It's trending on the TikToks. Kirby, tell us your review. Okay, so I, first and foremost, so many foundation products coming out in the next couple of months. Yes. Like, I think brands maybe thought, by 2022, we wouldn't be wearing masks or something. <laughs> but um, alas, here we are. So you'll see a lot more of these. I mean, we have Charlotte's that just launched and now this and then there's a, a huge brand launching one in a th- couple of weeks. So there's there's a lot going on. I do want to highlight a few things before I get into my official review. So there are three ingredients that they highlight in this particular formula. Biomimetic oat, which visibly improves clarity by reducing the appearance of redness. The term biomimetic, you're going to see a lot more in skincare. I feel like this is about to be similar to inflammaging. It's going to start popping up. Biomimetic means that it mimics of nature. The brand that put it on the map for me actually was K18 because they figured out how to create the ingredient, the biomimetic ingredient Mm. to help actually fix your hair from the inside out. Then there's Japanese lily turf, which it says it supports a strong skin barrier by helping maintain moisture and cacao peptides and milk thistle, which minimizes the negative effect of blue light and environmental stressors. I want to also add that I feel like 
I think that florals are going to have a really big year in terms of ingredients in products this year. Like I feel like everyone is really focusing on, I mean, obviously they're like trying to like promote using natural ingredients. And I feel like florals are having a huge moment. Ooh, I like that. Ooh, I like that. Okay. Okay. We'll have to keep that on our radar. Mm -hmm. We'll do like a little roundup of some florals in the future. There are some ingredient call outs. They also, you know, it's like free of parabens, phthalates, mineral oil. One thing you're definitely going to start seeing more. So people are going to start saying that they're free of formaldehydes and formaldehyde releasing agents, even though there would literally never be formaldehyde or formaldehyde releasing agent in this particular product ever. Ever. However, because of the DMDH, I can never for- remember this effing term, Hydantoin drama with OGX and all of those shampoos and conditioners are now going to say free of formaldehyde releasing agents. They're, you know, OGX for one reformulated a lot of its products and they have free of formaldehyde releasing agents. Do I understand why the brands are doing this? Yes, because unfortunately the general public now thinks that formaldehyde is just like a prominent thing in people's beauty products and that's just not the case at all. But I'm just noting that, like, (laughs) you're going to see this a lot more. So because it's powered by 70% skincare ingredients, I'm going to be honest, this is a no from me, dog. I had the worst breakout of, I mean, I I don't want to say it's the worst of my adult life, but the worst I've had in literally years after trying this product, which really pains me because I am a NARS stan. Most of my coverage products that I consistently like actually go buy and use on a regular basis are NARS. Mm. I love their tinted moisturizer. I'm obsessed with the radiant creamy concealer. I have the travel sizes in my purse. I love the soft matte products. All of their complexion products for me are a home run. Not this. I was telling Sarah, I think it's because of how focused on skincare they are. It's why I can't use the Kosas tinted yeah, because it's just too much for my skin. And y'all, what I'm telling you, it wasn't even dermatitis. It was like deep under the skin cysts that eventually like had like green pus. That is crazy. Sarah, like I still, you can see, look, all along my chin right here, like literally all of these and then in the corners of my nose. I don't know what it was. And then I got a bunch of little tiny white marks on my forehead which again, I didn't want to pop the cysts because they were so painful, but I would put sulfur cream on them overnight and literally they would come to a head the next day. So for me personally, <laughs> this did not work out. And it, it's so upsetting because I will say this, you know, it's a buildable foundation. It conceals redness, blemishes, and dark spots while blurring wrinkles, pores, and texture. It did that. And I tried this out several times. It wasn't just one time and it happened. I kept thinking, oh, maybe it was something else that I did or whatever. So I tried it out four times. Every single time a new, you know, outbreak is happening. (laughs) I'm like, Dr. Samuelitis, do I need Accutane? Like, what the fuck is going on? And it gives you the most beautiful finish, which I love about a NARS product, but it wasn't worth it for me to keep going. Oh my God. No, absolutely not. I, I didn't love it, but I, I liked it. It felt more like it says medium coverage, but to me it felt lighter than that. More liquidated maybe? Yeah. And um, maybe I just also wasn't using a ton of the product, which I like, right? Like I like that like sort of more natural lightweight finish. It, it, it gave me a very dewy finish. 
So I was really glowy, very like radiant, but then it didn't, and maybe I should have like powdered on top, but it didn't last me very long either okay. like, throughout the day. And yeah, so like I, I liked it maybe for like a day to day. It didn't make me break out. Like if I had to choose between this and the Charlotte uh, foundation, I actually really love the Charlotte one. Yeah, I, I really loved the Charlotte one too. I'll say this. There are a few things that I don't like about some of the messaging going on. The whole blue light thing. Yeah. I'm just like, come on, man. So they have clinical results listed on the Sephora website. And it says in a clinical study of 31 women, immediately after application, it revealed a more even looking skin tone by plus 93%. Well, no shit, because you just put on makeup. Foundation. It's literally foundation. But then it says in a six-week clinical study of 31 women, it improved the appearance of skin clarity over time, even after makeup was removed. So yes, if you're using foundation to get skincare results, you're not doing it right. We are not relying on this foundation to brighten my skin. No. And I think like at the heart of it, brands want to be like, we're giving you a product that's not going to make your skin worse, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's like the idea behind it. So I get it. And they even say that like they made this for all skin types, including sensitive skin. So if you like the products like Ilia and Costa Skin Tint and maybe even, I mean, I love Say Slip Tint. So I don't think this is like a comparable thing, but like I can't use the Costa's tinted products and I can't use, I love Revealer Concealer, but they're serum foundation, same with Ilia, can't use it. Like my skin breaks out at the thought of putting it on my face. So I feel like Sarah, when you're saying that this felt a little, it says medium coverage, but it seemed lighter. Yeah. It probably is because it's more of like a serum-y texture. Yeah. But it looks like it's not because it's in their traditional kind of foundation packaging. Yeah. And like, I can't use the Kosas or Ilia either, which is interesting because we have such different skin types. But yeah, wasn't for me either. It wasn't a home run for me. I saw everybody on like TikTok talking about it and like showing befores and afters. And, they, and it looks beautiful like when you first put it on. But like it got really great reviews on Sephora. But that's what I mean. Like obviously with makeup, it's interesting because you can give a review right after applying makeup to be like, okay, yeah, it delivered on texture or whatever or, or shade match or whatever. But when you get a product that's, a cosmetic that also claims to be skincare, you kind of have to give a fuller review. You have to be like, okay, eight days later, this is what was going on. You know what I mean? Right, right. Because <laughs> for me, yeah, putting it on, I was like, oh, girl, it looks good. And then all of a sudden I'm thinking, where are all these pimples coming from? And I, and I was like trying to assume it was everything else except for this foundation. I was like, was it this new ingredient mm -hmm. I started using when I was cooking? Mm -hmm. Is it this other product that I tried? Maybe it's because like my hormones are out of whack, blah, blah, blah. Nope. And I hate to say that because I really, really I wanted to love it. So for me personally, it wasn't a hit. But you know what? For y'all, if this this could be a product that like changes your skin. It just depends. And I couldn't even, I would not be able to pinpoint for you like what caused this reaction to my face. But $49, definitely a skin vestment. Like how does it already have 40,000 likes? I know. See, that's, but then if you look through a lot of them are like Sephora employees. So I'm sure that they all got the product ahead of time, but, and maybe like an incentive to leave a review. Yeah, NARS. Send, send me some more of your tin and moisturizer and the soft matte, baby. I'll talk about that all day long. I love it. It's chef's kiss. Um, okay. Hopefully that was helpful. You know, for Voips, we always talk about products we love. And I felt like 
maybe in the future we do a hit launch. Yeah, well, especially if it's trending, you know, I'm sure people are wondering. So, and let us know if you have tried it, whether you like it or not. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com 